This is Lady Tiffany Ma, and this is These Walls Are Thin. I hope you guys are having a lovely Friday. I normally do my, my recordings on, like, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. But Thursday, I was off because I was getting ready for today, and I'm getting ready for next week because I'm starting to go back to school again. Y'all... So, I went to orientation today. Honey, let me tell you this. I don't know what it is, but I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be straight up honest with you. I am PMSing. So when I'm PMSing, it's just like, it just feels like everything around you just irritates the hell out of you. I know I took some time just to say that, but I just want to make sure I choose my words wisely because I don't want to offend nobody because of the endeavor that I am going into. Now I am not, now because I am going into a new endeavor, does not mean that I'm going to leave my old endeavors behind, girl. I got hair on my back me taking my braids out right now so i'm gonna just be straight up honest with you y'all you know when you, one thing about going back to school you know a lot of times you be going to school with people who are young and don't value certain things or don't appreciate certain things or don't understand certain things so what happened was it was this little young couple you know young love hashtag young love they were sitting in front of me. I don't know what it is with couples. I don't know what it is about couples or something like that. But for some strange reasons, couples have seemed to be an issue surrounding me. I don't have a problem with people being together. I have a problem with people being dating. But for some damn reason, y'all feel like y'all need to put y'all damn drama out there for us single folks who don't give a damn. I appreciate that y'all have each other. And I, I appreciate that y'all love each other. But when the loving stops and it starts to get rough... Y'all just choose to choose the unpeaceful way of dealing with things. And it not only disrupts what's going on with other people, but it also disrupts what's going on with the people that are not in your relationship. And I highly don't appreciate it. Now, I'm going to talk about this young love situation. But later on down the line in my podcast, I'm going to talk to you about this old love situation that has really got me livid today. I start off this morning on the wrong foot. When I say this morning, I'm not talking about when I woke up this morning. I'm talking about I didn't get to bed last night till about 3, 4 o'clock in the morning. These niggas downstairs fighting. And I said these niggas, niggas is not my word, but that's how that, they would have acted ignorant. These niggas... We're downstairs fighting. Okay.
But we're gonna talk about the young love situation. We ain't gonna talk about the old love, the old and crusty and rusty, and you still acting like you when you're 19, 20 years old. Now, these 19, 20 year olds, they can act a fool, okay? They're young, that's what they do. When you old, you know better. I'm just gonna call a fucking spade a spade, all right? I'm gonna call a spade a spade. I don't care who feelings I'm hurting right now, but when you're older, you know better. But we talk about this young love, all right? And like I said, I give young lovebirds more leniency because y'all figuring things out. When you older, you know damn better, okay? This couple, this young couple was sitting, I don't know why the fuck these two assholes decided to sit in front of me during orientation. I was late, but I wasn't as late as they were. They were like an hour late. I was like 15 minutes late because I had I had miscalculated um, how long it was going to take for my Uber to get here. So that's my bad on my part. So I'm sitting in the back. I snuck in in the back and it made no um, noise, okay? So, you know, you, 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 Zers, y'all make a lot of noises, okay? One thing about, I would say, as a millennial, we try not to make a lot of noise, but we do make noise, and when we do, it's awkward because we're not trying to make no noise. But, you know, you you Zers, y'all don't give a damn. Y'all consistent and assertive. And so they came in, they came in the door, and then they sat right directly in front of me. So the little girl head was in my way when the, um, when you know supervisors counselors and teachers were talking so they're talking and the whole time she keeps moving her head and I can't see okay I don't know what's going on I don't know what's popping off I just know little girl head just keep moving no, she was not giving oral sex. <laughs> it was no X-rated things going on. She just kept moving. Her at first, I thought she was a little boy mama. But she wasn't. She was his girlfriend. So at first, I was like, I didn't, I didn't think to say nothing because I thought that was a little boy's mama. I was like, okay, I ain't gonna be disrespectful. And she just speaking something. And you know, like right now, I, I at, at this moment, I really hate this neighborhood. Was that necessary? That was not necessary. You see what I'm saying? That was all that loudness for nothing. I'm not cutting it out, okay, on my podcast. I'm not cutting it out. That's just it. So, I thought she was a young boy mama. Because the way she had her hair and everything, I was like, she said over here looking like a, a fresh out of a... Uh, I didn't realize how young she was until I looked at her and she kept putting on lip gloss. You know, that's one of the little stupid things you do when you're a teenager. You always put on lip gloss to make sure you look cute because you don't want nobody to see that you're crusty or you don't want nobody to think you look ashy or anything like that. And then, you know, she in love. So she got to make sure she look good 24-7, 365 days of the year for her man. Okay? So I didn't realize they were a couple. I just thought that she, you know... I thought that she was his mom at first. So I was like, okay, well, maybe she's just telling him some important things. Honey, they talked throughout the whole damn orientation. Okay, 
They talk throughout the whole damn orientation. I'm like, y'all would sit y'all asses right in front of me. I can't see what's going on. I don't know what's going on. And on top of that, um, like, it's not giving what it's supposed to give right now, okay? We're in a church, and y'all acting like y'all in Sunday school. Like, it's not giving what it's supposed to give. Okay, I'm going to say this. This is a very big mistake that you make when you're young and you're trying to get your education. You don't really be paying attention. But she got even worse with not paying attention. Granted, the orientation was, I'm going to say this, it's supposed to start at 10. I don't know if it started at 10. I think it started at 10 because I know there was somebody up there talking when I got there. Okay, I'm not going to say who. I'm not going to say any names, even though I do know the names of the people who were talking. So, don't get it twisted. I know the names. Don't get it twisted. I just don't want to, you know, to out the innocent. So, this... So, she gets worse with talking to him. And him and her are talking. He's talking to her. This is her orientation, mind you. Okay? This is her orientation. She's the one that's going to college. Not him. He, go, he goes to college somewhere else. Okay? And she said that. She made sure she said that he she was going to college somewhere else. No, clearly her parents know good and well she don't want her on campus with that girl because then you end up with a child. We all know what happened. You know, we all have we all have made mistakes. We all have done things that we're not proud of. Everybody know when you know your first time out the house is on college, you get pregnant by some cute boy that you met that goes to another school somewhere. So I mean, you know, he goes to another HBCU. And she goes to this HBCU, okay? So, you know, it was pretty clear her parents was like, you are not going to college with your boyfriend. That's what you're not going to do. That's that's pretty obvious. The argument was and what it is. We all know we had these arguments with our mom. You know, mom may have been this morning. I was a little irritated with what was going on last night, which was this morning when I could not sleep because I spent all last night taking the braids out my hair. Okay, so they get louder, and so the so the speaker keeps speaking. He gets to the part where he talks about sexual harassment. This is the part where I low key feel this young lady and young man need to hear. Okay, cause we already know this is problems. Okay. These two madly in love, okay? You can't tell them nothing. Romeo and Juliet for life, okay? So, they get to sexual harassment, sexual assault, because, okay, apparently the freshmen on the campus have been off the chain since they started. I mean, you know, they just, the school hasn't even started yet, but everybody moving in. You know, so these are pandemic graduating babies, okay? So they've been in the house with their mamas and daddies this whole time. So they wilding out and having fun and doing some ungodly stuff, you know? So, you know, that's why I said, you know, a girl can be around her boy, but he's at orientation with her. You know, he probably took it to orientation. He's like, oh, my boyfriend got orientation with me. You know, stuff like that. These kids have been in the house 
Now, if you if from the Atlanta area, you ain't been in the house for a whole year. But these people have been in the house for a whole year. So these youngins are just itching to be away from their parents. They're itching to be on a college campus. They're itching to do some weird, stupid shit. They're itching, okay? They're supposed to be itching. So, basically, so, um, you know, basically, you know, they they need a whole little thing, but then she she get louder and louder, and they start talking about sexual assault. Or, you know, but basically, they, they started getting to the point where he started talking about that. And he said, this is not tolerated. If it happens, who you need to go to? The whole time, he gave it a list of people he talked to. This little girl over here talking. This child over here talking. I'm looking at her. I'm like, you're going to be the main one trying to figure out who to talk to. Because you done got into a fight with your boyfriend. Because you done got a new boyfriend. Trust me, trust and believe. I have an instinct for this, okay? I have a sixth sense for this. And I already had a feeling. When she was sitting up there talking to her little boyfriend, I'm like, little girl, you need to be listening to what he was saying. He was telling you all the people you need to go to to talk about if something happens. You have a grievance report, okay? And she is just talking. And she's not loud. She's just talking. And I'm looking at her, I'm like, don't be looking at none of us or don't talk to none of us or don't get to know none. Don't, 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 don't do anything. You, you infatuate with him, right? You stay infatuated, all right? But I know because this is how it happens. You're going to be complaining about some shit within the next month and a half. Because I know, I already know. I, I already feel it in my bones that she is a problem. Okay. And I'm sitting up here, and this little girl is just, she just, and she, she was talking the whole time while he was talking about who to talk to if you have a grievance. Now, a grievance is not just sexual assault. Um, grievance is something else, like, you know, you might have gotten to, to it with the professor, or you and the, or the professor call you the N-word, um, or, you know, you get into a fight with your, um, your homegirl in dorm. Y'all fighting over dorms because y'all fighting over a little boy or some stupid stuff like that. I don't know. Whatever y'all get to fight over. I don't know what y'all getting to fight over. That, that, that's y'all. That's the second fly today that has touched me. I hate it. That fly better not have no monkey box. Um, but yeah. And I'm paranoid, by the way. I'm still paranoid. I'm paranoid. I was up there. And I was I was paranoid because my phone was dying. I was like, I gotta go. I gotta go. I could I wish I could be here, which they're having something tonight, which I probably should go to. Um But I've been paranoid all day because of this whole monkey box thing, okay? Alright. Granted, you know. Girl. Anyway, she's sitting up here just running her little mouth. As if she's not going to have this problem. And it always be like that. You be sitting up there. People be sitting up there talking. And hanging out with their little friends. And running their mouth. And saying stuff. Granted. I'm going to be straight up honest with you. I don't understand why orientation was two hours long. Which granted it was actually three hours long. It was supposed to be two hours. And we got some sandwiches. Well I will say they had some sandwiches. Okay. 
Mr. Grand Bear, take note. Do an event. Make sure you have some sandwiches. <laughs> they had sandwiches. They had hamburgers and hot dogs and some nachos. And the hamburger, they had turkey burgers too. The turkey burger good. It was good, okay? But I was still paranoid. You know, I felt some kind of way because, you know, we still in a pandemic. Yeah, I said pandemic. Y'all can fight me today. So, like, you know, this is going on. But I will tell you this. Trust and believe she gonna have this issue in the near future. And, uh, it's always the one that's sitting up there that be talking. They don't know what's going on. That's going to be asking questions about what had happened. What do I do? Who do I talk to? Because so-and-so over here messing with me. Kind of situation. Okay? It's always the person sitting in the back in a pew. In a church. That needs to be listening. That be running their mouth the whole freaking time. This is not a jab at her. This is just for anybody. I remember that. I used to be. I remember one time I used to sit in the back of the church. And, and, and somebody saying something important and y'all ain't listening because you over here talking because you feel like you're in a conversation with this nigga that you just dealing with for six months because you're going to be dealing with another nigga in the next six months. But you feel like that conversation important now, alright? Y'all want some Lloyd Southside shit. So I waste 15 minutes of y'all time talking about what was going on and about how this child gonna end up being the main one that needs to go to all these people she need to talk to. I know one of the main people she need to talk to is one of her professors. You know, that's just to give her a little freebie if she listens to my podcast. Just a little freebie. One of the people you go to is one of your professors. That's all. Um, but with that being said, um, that was happening today. Everything has been getting on my nerves this morning. Everything, everybody, I mean, dang, everything has been getting on my nerves. I'm irritated because it's like, oh, I need some things. It's crazy because I totally forgot. I was supposed to see if I can find me some boarding. And I forgot about looking for boarding. So, uh, yeah. I might I might go on Monday. I still have Monday. But I still have tomorrow, too. I wonder, I don't know if the administration office is going to be, like, open for me to do that. But, yeah, that was going on today. And so, I'm here today. And I'm able to do this. Yesterday, I was not able to do my podcast because I did wake up late. And I turned the trash over Papa. And, um, I can't turn the trash no more. The funny part is, while I'm in orientation, guess who decided to pop up on OnlyFans? <laughs> and my silly ass gonna start giggling like, girl, stop. Just stop. I'm over here giggling. He done popped up on OnlyFans and I'm like, well, he ain't gonna help me get my education. I know better at this age. At this big age, I know better. Don't let no fine nigga have you broke in the choke period okay we learned from high school middle school and elementary school that tiffany marie wright do not do good with fine thing thing okay she has weakness for men 
And no, I did not open up his thing on my phone. Okay? That was rude. I was listening to what they were talking about during orientation. I would have to say the head of the psychology department, I'm not gonna say his name. I I know he's gonna be a hard ass, but I like his way of dealing with things. He's a theatrical person. He is gonna be very interesting once I get into my major. I can already tell he had a whole theatric going on, honey. He was dressed like Trayvon Martin. He was I didn't realize he was dressed like Trayvon Martin. I didn't realize that he was sitting up there with Skittles. Cause at first I was like, why are these little boys sitting up here with Skittles? In his um why he sitting up here with Skittles? And I almost asked him, did I have some? I didn't even realize it was uh was the head of the psychology department. And he was dressed like that to make a point. Talk about perception. He, I mean, he had a Skittles and an Arizona. I was like, and I didn't even think about Trayvon Martin until he brought it, until he started talking about it. And I was like, oh, he's dressed like Trayvon Martin. So he's going to be a very interesting person in my journey to get in my LPN. I'll race you. So while I was sitting up there in the church, you know, getting my orientation on, getting my things together, getting my badge, so they won't, you know, so I won't get cussed out or anything like that, all hell decided to break loose on the internet, okay? First and foremost, I'm going to talk about this because it has nothing to do with what I'm talking about. It has nothing to do with my main topic today. Um... Ed Hayes just passed away. Ever since that little uh portal opened, mm-hmm. It has shit has been hitting the ceiling. I don't know if you guys know this, but what had happened was she was in a car accident, a very bad car accident, and I think she did she was intoxicated. I'm not quite sure what she was intoxicated on. I'm not gonna make no assumptions. I know she was intoxicated and she had a bad car accident and she had a severe brain injury and she succumbed to that injury or her family made a decision to take her off life support. She passed away. That news came up when I was on my way home, honey. They talked about that an hour ago on TMZ. They just reported it. Life is short. She was only 53. I say only 53 because 50 is very young. Let me tell you this. I tell you 50 is very young because in 20 years, I will be 50. 20 years ago, I was 11. That's how short life is. Um, so my heart and thoughts goes out to her family for losing her. Um... To, to such a tragic situation um a scary situation 
I don't know what's going on. Um, and Hayes has always been one of those people who always had something going on, something weird happening, something going down with her. Um, I don't, I, like I said, I can't really tell you the whole story. I just know I've been noticing TMZ has been doing updates and I remember people saying that she's not doing too well. And unfortunately she did succumb to her injuries in her car accident. Um, I don't know what it is. Um, I just know this. I mean, you know, when I was in my Uber driving today, I know that somebody was driving like they like stole it too. Y'all be careful with driving. Um, the moon is in Aquarius, so be your true self. Ain't that right, Papa? <laughs> be who you are, boo. Be your true self. Okay. Along with that, I want to talk about what I saw today. This news popped up. So I noticed, I'm, I'm going to say this. I got premonitions about this, okay? I had gotten premonitions about this. Um, so I was listening to, I made a screen tour playlist on Spotify. check it out you can check it out i made a screen tour playlist and so on my screen tour playlist of course the first songs that are on my screen tour playlist are bow wow songs because those are the first songs that i uploaded because bow wow is the one who was, was the first artist to star in the screen tours so one of the songs that pop up I mean, i totally forgot that bow wow did was he did a song with Mario back in the day. Let me see. I think it was his second album. He did a song, Move On. I'll move on. And it was funny to me because I was like, I totally forgot that he did this song with Mario. I forgot. First of all, I forgot I liked the song. But I forgot he did this song with Mars. So today, while I'm sitting up here on campus, um, during orientation, what pops up? G Squared Events is doing the Millennium Tour with Bow Wow and Mario.
Yes, we're going to have a moment of silence for this for a minute. Because in the back of my head, I was thinking, you know, after they did the um, verses, that we will get a tour with Mario and Amorian. Okay? But... Okay, so I was like, you know, Mario was talking about it. He's like, you know, I have something coming up soon. And he was like, you know, y'all stay tuned. I have, a, I have a tour that's coming up in the fall. I was like, okay, I'm ready to come. I'm not like that, but I'm ready to go. Okay, that's cool. Y'all have not stayed tuned. Y'all have not been listening to this podcast. Amorian just finished his part of the Millennium Tour with Bow Wow in England two days ago. There was no signs or anything that this was come to pass. But I will say this. Mario, Monte, Thornton, you got some explaining to do. Before I continue, let's get a word from our sponsors because we gotta pay the bills around here, okay? I done started back college. I done got some loans. I had loans before I started back college. We gotta pay bills. Come on. All right, we're back. Let me tell you why about Demario Monte Thornton into this Rasby. Tell y'all I'm gonna be talking about these niggas, but they keep popping up. And I told y'all I will be doing a video. I don't know how long the video is going to be. I just know that I'm gonna be doing a video explaining to you guys who were born after 2000 what happened in the early 2000s while you were Google and gagging. What happened with these guys? Okay. So, y'all remember when um, Amoria lost the verses, but he was a poor sport about it? You were a poor sport, baby. I'm not going to sit up here like you were a poor sport, honey. Amari was a poor sport. <laughs> he was a poor sport about losing the verses, right? Okay. Let's make sure y'all get it. He was a poor sport about losing the verses. And, you know, all of a sudden, his bandmates, the Three Stooges, Harry, Moe, and Curly, also known as Boog, Raz, and Fizz, Boog came out and thought he ate, outed Amorian, which he didn't. Because his story is coming from a uh, corrupted perspective, too. I'm gonna let lay that down to y'all. Y'all gonna figure out why I'm saying his he's coming from a corrupted perspective. He's coming from a corrupted perspective. Okay. Brother coming from a corrupted perspective. And um they all band together in unison talking about you got served. 
So Moria said, Amari, you can't say you didn't say it. I don't know if you kept it on there, but you said it, baby. Okay. Amari said, I'm about to go back because it happened a few months ago. Um, oh, he little happy birthdays. He got rid of it, y'all. <laughs> he got rid of it. Because I think he got rid of it because of Mario got into it with some of the fans. And no, some of the fans in the comment section said something to him, okay? Um, said something to uh Mario. You know, Amorian fans, they have no no boundaries. I'm gonna say this. I know they don't have no boundaries because one of them screen recorded me, you know, saying something off about his brother. We're not gonna repeat it because I'm not gonna remind orion because i'm on good terms with orion okay love you papa so we ain't gonna repeat what i said because we're still on good terms we're not gonna remind him and i feel like he has forgotten about it and so i just want to you know but as far as as far as i'm concerned with the bitch who did it is up and stuck for her but basically amorian you know he cracked on a mario and said well you still you know we're gonna be doing this show in maryland as Mario will be uh, be an opening opening act for me, as per usual. And he went in on his three bands and asked for my three backup dancers. UPS is always hiring. And that burned bug up. That pissed Bug's ass off. Which, by the way, happy birthday, Bug. Yesterday was your 37th birthday. And while I'm saying happy birthday to you, I want to say also say happy birthday to Chance. Yesterday was his fifth birthday. Happy birthday, Chancey Pooh. We love you. You still don't know me, but I love you, baby. Um, so Bug was pissed. Bug was livid. Which I find to be ironic that they announced this Millennium Tour around Boog's birthday. So, yeah, because they announced the verses that Raz B was trying to get for B2K on Raz's birthday. So, you know, it just so happened that you know that the things are so funny everything, okay? But I thought it was funny when I listened to my music Mario's song with um Bow Wow came on. And I was like, I forgot he had this song with Bow. I totally forgot about this. I totally forgot about it. Um, and then I just kept, I mean, and then I kept getting this 818 omen. One of the pre-sale dates is August 18th. Cause someone was telling me a eighteen something gonna go down. I was like, what? Mario, I guess I don't know. If Mario don't want to do with Amorian or something like that, or Amorian don't want to do with Mario. I really wish you two brothers could get it together. 
Um, I don't know what is going on with Amorian. He just sent a text message out to his fans. Um, I feel bad for him because when they announced the Millennium Tour, the new Millennium Tour, the one that they doing here in America with Mario, I kind of felt bad for him. But I felt bad when B2K wasn't on the Millennium Tour. But in the same sense, Amoria did give him one day on that tour. And for some reason, the same one that sit up there was talking trash about Moria, he decided to be late. So can you really be mad at someone? I'm asking for a friend. Can you really be mad at someone? When you chose to be trashed the whole tour, you chose to have a bad attitude the whole tour. But apparently, G Squared events feel the same way about Amorian. Um, or Amorian chose not to do the tour. I mean, that's always that way too. But I'm pretty sure Amorian is not gonna pass up on getting making a, a book. So I don't understand what's going on. I don't like that him and Mario are not on the tour together. Um, but I do hope them both the best. Um, I love both Amoria and I do. I, lo I love Amoria and I love Amari. I love both of you guys. I wish you both the best. I'm kind of sad to see that y'all doing the Millennium Tour without Amoria, but it was also sad to see y'all do the Millennium Tour without B2K. Um, stay tuned for my Patreon video. That will be doing, that will be talking about. I'm trying to not use somebody else's term. They'll be talking about the screen tours and what happened, the politics behind the screen tours. Um, Mario, congratulations, baby. You know, you deserve your flowers. You know, you deserve your flowers, baby. You know, you deserve these flowers. Um, I just don't understand why they can give you flowers and, and throw a Morion away. I wish we didn't have to throw people away. Um, to Morion, I love you too, baby. Okay, I love you. I love you as an artist. I do love you. Um, but this goes to show that, th show that things are not working in your favor. And I'm going to say this. Um, when I went to your docu-series premiere event in Atlanta, I could tell that something was bothering you. Um, I was going to throw, which granted, y'all didn't give me a popcorn. Y'all didn't get no popcorn out. So I didn't have no popcorn to throw at you. But I was going to throw something at you to get your attention and say hello. And you seem to not be um, chipper. Or I would like to say in a good mood. Or, I mean, not in a good mood. He wasn't mean or anything. He was really nice because he did walk in and he did speak. Um, but he seemed to, it seemed like something was bothering him. So, um, I, I hope that you are all doing okay. And if, uh, if it's your choice to not be on the, the millennial tour, it's your choice. I just hope that, you know, whatever you want and whatever you need in life will come your way. But I would really like for you to be on that ticket. Because y'all owe me that five, y'all owe me that uh that R and B tour that never happened. So I'm just letting y'all know that um yeah, it's clear that Mario and Amorian do sell tickets. 
But I'm trying to figure out why y'all still got the same people in there. And on top of that, they done kicked the Shanti out the tour too. Like I said, it could be a choice thing. It could be a choice situation. I can't speak for no one. Um, I don't know what's really going on. I just know. <sighs> that I don't like when they pin people against each other. I don't like when they were pinning B2K against each other. I don't like it. But I'm going to tell you this. I have not had a flattering experience with Raz. So I'm not going to sit up here and pretend like they're innocent neither. But it would be nice if y'all could get it together. Um, it's nothing like seeing y'all united and together. And I don't like that y'all doing this tour and y'all doing this tour without Amorian. I don't like that. I didn't like when y'all did the tour without B2K. So we got to come to come to grips with some things. We got to come to to conclusion on some things. Um... So, yeah, um, this is frustrating because this feels like 2004, 2005 all over again. Mario only did one screen tour, and he never got to do any other screen tour ever again. Um, so, yeah. Y'all just determined not to give me the ticket I want. So, I promise y'all... I didn't say a groupies chronicles, but the title of this podcast is going to be uh, Groupie Trauma. Um, for the past two years, I have found myself in a conundrum that I never thought I would see. Um, so today... We'll be talking about that conundrum. Um, I, I mean, the last thing that I heard coming from people who I used to hang out with that was part of the squad was this whole bullshit. So I said whole bullshit. So I'm, I'm going to tell you I want to talk about today. I want to talk to y'all a little bit about this. I usually do stuff like this on U42. But um, I've been, you know, second guessing and sec second thought, thoughting a lot of things that's going on in my life. And I need to do some readjustments. Um, so sit back and relax and get you some drinks and snacks. Today, we're going to be talking about my trauma. Okay. There is no article for this because this really happened to me in real life. There's no book on this because I wasn't really into whatever everybody else was into. This is a real life story. This is a real life state situations. Names will be omitted. Okay. Because I still don't know everybody's true intentions. So I'm not going to sit up here and, and, and be saying names and find out in the end that all along 
It was something else the whole time. And there's a whole plot thicken situation. So I'm not going to really sit up here and I'm not going to out nobody. I'm not going to say no names. I'm just going to talk about the situation and what has happened. And I have told y'all the story over and over again. Um, I just want to break down what happened with me. And I hope you guys enjoy this story because it's a cautionary tale. Um, so I'm gonna start a little bit like this. Y'all know the beginnings of this story, but y'all don't know the reason why I do what I do. Okay. So I already told y'all about how we met, how we went this thing, and then it became a thing where we started meeting the people, and I was around people who got to meet these people, okay? And like I said, I'm not saying any names because people are still innocent until proven guilty. Um, This situation is not in a court of law. So therefore, people are going to be seen as not seen. I'm not going to say anything about who the guilty is, who the guilty party is. I'm just going to call a spade a spade. Um, I was naive walking into this world. I was very naive, um, very, very stupid. And just, I don't know why I assume that people... See me or see things the way I see it. I see it differently from how they see it. I see me differently from how people see me. So I'm not coming in on no, you know, I'm that shit kind of vibe. I'm not coming in on that. I'm coming in on a vibe where, you know, humbly speaking, I'm not that kind of girl. I'm not a girl who goes around thinking, you know, I'm the baddest. And I don't think, you know, I, I don't think, you know, I'm better than anyone or above anyone when it comes to anything happening to me. Um, I just felt like I thought I took a cautionary way of doing things and I didn't do it. Um, but you, it, it, it doesn't hurt to be more cautious. Um, but I thought I was being cautious. Just know this. So, um... Before the pandemic, my life was not this eventful. Okay. I wasn't going to meet and greet, or I wasn't going to parties. I wasn't doing stuff like that. You know, I was basically just sitting in the house. And it's crazy that I became more active during the pandemic than I was before the pandemic. So, you know, it's just kind of weird. So, I will say this, you know... 
credit, you know, I take credit for, you know, I will give certain people credit for why I start leaving the house and doing more stuff. I will give them that, okay? But at first, I wasn't that active. Um, I never, I will say this, what I, I, I think I did. I saw Bruce Bruce when I was younger. Um, but I wasn't really meeting people like that. You know, not like I am now to where I actually see them and I give them a little hug and it's, you know, it is what it is. You know, when I met somebody famous, they were either in the distance and I saw them, you know, um, or I never really met them. I was just in, I was in with the proximity of that person. So this year has been very eventful. Well, not this year, but the last year has been very eventful for me because um, I'm, it was like, it almost like it was not only that I was in the process of doing something i was only in process of like I, I met these people you know that i used to like on tv but i even got to the point to where i was about to do business with one okay so i'm one of those people i don't look up and be working somewhere and somebody famous comes in the door. I'm not one of those people. I'm not one of those people who really was star chasing. You know, that's not something I did. Um, But it became a, a, a thing that became fun to me. And it wasn't really star chasing for me. It was more of like, you know, is it possible of meeting this person this year? Um, and as y'all see, it has been possible. But the thing about meeting people is that you have to also change your mentality. We get so caught up and we get so put into a position to where we feel like, you know, that person is not tangible when that's a person. That's a whole human being. Um, they're just people. And, you know, right now, what y'all seeing with King O is I don't know what it is. I'm going to tell you this. While I think about the verses, you don't tell me that was not a public humiliation ritual. Okay. I really think they did it to embarrass everybody. I don't know what was going on. I know Ray J said it was Casamigas. Um, I don't know what it is. Okay. It could be a public humiliation ritual. It could have been 
Too much Casamigos. Or it could be both. Um, but I was highly confused. And the part I was highly confused at was the part that I was used to. And the part the reason I was used to that part was because I was used to his brother doing the the the, the watermelon thing. Okay. I wasn't used to him doing a watermelon thing. So I was quite confused as to why, you know, his he, he did what his brother normally do, which you know, they had started this whole little thing on a live with the eating of the watermelons, okay? Which simulated, you know, eating some meow mix. Don't get mad at me when I call it meow mix. I call it meow mix. Meow mix. That's why I call it. It's meow mix. Okay, but for some reason, Amorian chose to take part in that activity as well. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about, you know, my personal experience, you know. So I just never been the type of person to, you know, go up to someone famous, to, uh, to be around someone famous, to talk to someone famous. That's just not me. So... And no, it was never liquid courage. It was just, you know, off the, you know, Nicki Minaj had this, Nicki Minaj's, <laughs> Nicki Minaj's had this moment for life kind of thing, you know, like, okay, you know, that's all it was, you know, and it happened for me. Um, little did I know there was politics in it. But there's politics in everything. Um, and with that politics come people who you don't know what their motives are until you realize and it's too late to realize what their motives are. Um, for me, the one that hurt me the most was the one that, you know, I thought this person was my friend. I thought we were forming a sisterhood and then I turn around and she was really doing it for the attention of, um, Amorian's brother. Y'all know who I'm talking about. Papa. Papa Sonny. Orion, Orion. You know him. Um, with that happening, I know a lot of you like, no, you know, I know y'all like, you don't forgive. You forgave him, but you didn't forgive her. 
And it's not that I didn't forgive her. I just don't trust her and I don't want nothing to do with her. Um, I was angry to an extent to where I wanted something bad to happen to her. But now I'm just at a point where I'm like, meh, whatever. Whatever will be, will be. She will get her karma, unfortunately, for her. Um, you know, you don't get by by doing dirty. That's just it. So that was that whole thing. And like I said, I already told y'all you guys about that. And the reason I told you guys about that was because that was the thing that hurt me the most because I thought I was forming a sisterhood uh, with a group of people. And apparently I wasn't. The other thing I already kind of told you about was when the person I allegedly was a fan of um, not allegedly, the person I was a fan of um, did what they did too. And the reason I say that I'm keeping a name out, like I said, I've talked about these people. If you were on here early and you've been following me since the beginning, you heard the podcast. Um, Why well, I told you guys basically someone, um, this individual me and him had a falling out, and I don't know exactly what to do about it. I still don't know what to do about that situation. Um, I found myself this morning talking about ruining him, and I was like, you know what? As the day went on, um, I it became meh to me, too. Like, you know, whatever. Karma's going to get you. I ain't got to worry about nothing. You know, God bless you. God keep you, but I know that you, um, by what you did, but things have gotten complicated. Um, and I'm going to talk about the little stuff that was going on surrounding this whole thing where people lump you together and people don't realize it's much more complicated. Not everybody rolls that way. And some of us are practically virgins, to be honest with you. <laughs> so um, I, I want to kind of, you know, talk about this. It's so easy for people to judge people who are around people who get to meet people who are in the entertainment industry. And it's always this assumption that we're gold diggers, groupies, or um, just whores. I mean, stuff like that, you know? Like I said, I've been able to be in a position to where I met these people that you see on TV. And with meeting these people and being around these people, I found myself being lumped into a group with these women being called a whore. Um, and I know y'all gonna be like, well, didn't the business deal go bad because you know you were messing with this guy? I wasn't. I never messed with this guy. Me and this guy, there was no no um relationship like that. Matter of fact, I didn't even expect that kind of relationship from him. 
I kind of wanted a friendship. I know I wanted a friendship, but I didn't get none of it. I just got cussed out and was left with eggs in my face. But his reason for cussing me out was not because I um, slept with him. So that's the one thing I want to get across from that. But I can't help that people feel like that a certain group of people um, that have met a certain group of people are groupies and are uh, and stuff like that. I want to tell you about me, okay? My intentions were never that. And my intentions are never of that. And I'm not one of those people to go around and sleep with famous people just for kicks and giggles. Even though it doesn't hurt to have a little notch on your belt. It doesn't hurt. You know, if you, if you, it doesn't hurt if you have one celebrity encounter. There's nothing wrong with that. But for it to be a career is is a little overboard you know there's other men on this earth and i'm pretty sure like your normal everyday average man treats you 10 times better than these fools out here okay trust and believe me i know and like i said i never slept with them i don't have any kids with anybody so i'm just telling you from a perspective of someone who only dealt with um someone on a business perspective these normal guys are better choices than these famous guys, okay? These famous guys are dealing with stuff that your normal average day guy don't have to deal with. And because your normal average day guy don't have to deal with it, you are going to get less weird, complicated situations and in yourself into less weird, complicated situations, okay? Um... I, and it was crazy because I went to Bego and I was checking out somebody I used to be cool with, Paige. And I found her. She was a different group of people. And she was explaining to, and one of her friends was explaining the same thing that we had been explaining a year prior to other people. People made assumptions. People made this thing, made this thing and that thing. And people believe that, you know, certain people was sleeping with um being around with had a baby with certain people okay so apparently people don't understand that fan fiction is fan fiction one and two um i, I don't know what the other girls did i i can only speak for myself and me speaking for myself i'm telling you right now i did not have a sexual encounter with any of these people okay Including the one I was supposed to do business with. So, um, it's complicated. It's complicated because people assume that when you are a group of people that hang out with each other, that's what you guys are about. Your groupies. Y'all sleep with famous people for a living. Y'all do this, you do that. And like I said, I can't speak for nobody else that has been around me within the last year. I just know what I have done. And I'm pretty sure I didn't get with 
Amorian or, or or Orion or even Raz. I'm very sure I didn't get with them. I'm very sure that did not happen. Okay. Now we established that. Want to talk about this that has happened? That makes me question things. Oh, look at the little kitties getting out the little bussy. The little cheering. They had a hard week to go back on school. They went back to school during the uh, Lionsgate portal, honey. They better be manifesting good grades. You know that much. When you got your mama house, manifesting good grades. You get out. Anyway, it has brought to my attention that I thought we were on one accord when it came to what we want and what we want to do, which is meet famous people and enjoy ourselves, have fun. If they become our friends, that's cool too, you know. But, you know, also, you know, it doesn't hurt, you know. You know, you have a little thing thing that happened, you know. Just a little one little thing thing. We ain't trying to sleep with everybody. We ain't, we ain't trying to sleep with the crew. Just, you know, it doesn't hurt. It, it just slips up, you know. You think I'm cute? I think you cute. We smash. But from my intention, um, from my understanding, you know, There was no plans to be a groupie. There was no plans to do whole shit. It was just plans to enjoy ourselves and have fun. And I ain't saying whole shit ain't fun. I'm just saying, you know, my intentions is never to be a star fucker. There, I said it. I said loud. I'm not a hoe and I'm proud. <laughs> Okay. But like I said, stories like that do become good stories in the end. So, I mean, you know, if you want a little cute little story to tell, you know, let your kids know you a bad man pajama. Let them know. Let them understand, you know, you ain't the only one. You ain't the first one. You think you bad, come check grandma out. You know, ain't nothing wrong with it, you know. But, you know, you don't really need, you know, to sleep with a celebrity for people to know you a bad man with Gemma. It had come to my attention, though. Uh, I know there was rumors going around about some of the girls and their extracurricular activities. But... Um, I don't know if it's true or not about certain girls, but I was made aware of a certain situation and the individual did not, was not specific about the situation. Okay. So there was this rumor surrounding a certain celebrity. I ain't going to say his name. I said a rumor. I said rumor. Um, so when I say rumor, like I told y'all, I already did, did a podcast and told y'all I'm gonna stop talking shit about folks. 
I'm gonna stop talking shit about folks. But if it's the truth, it's the truth. That's just period. Um, but I am gonna be careful at how, the mush mouth I be saying, okay? Okay, so there was, I'm going to say it's a rumor. So to, to the girl that told us, I genuinely don't believe that. But the way this person made out this situation to be, she made it seem like it was real. And then when I found out what she did in order for this person to do something, that's when I question how people see us as a group. Like I said, I'm not going to say no names. I'm just going to give an example, okay? So let me let me give an example. I am friends with this girl named Amanda. I almost said a name. I'm cool with this girl named Amanda. And she told me about her first encounter with this dude named Tyrone. Tyrone is suedo famous he's not that famous but he's known people think he fine as hell okay tyrone's sexy okay well there was a quotation marks rumor which i don't think it's a rumor that tyrone likes talking to and likes playing with the oshuns and the orishas okay i'm gonna say oshuns and orishas because, you know, he, he he deals with spirituality. The Oshuns, the Orishas, you know, all of them. He likes, he likes dealing with them, okay? And he likes getting, the, the, getting them to, to, to help him bring him love, okay? And, you know, might even be into holding women against their will, okay? Allegedly, Tyrone, okay? So, Amanda met Tyrone, and she kind of gave the illusion that Tyrone was really like that. She said she met him. He was all up on her. They danced the night away. He was gyrating his hips, you know, doing his little thing. She was doing her little thing. Her butt was tooted. She threw it back just to see if he would catch it. All that kind of stuff, okay? They had fun. They enjoyed themselves. And I was like, and she kind of felt some kind of way. She said, it weirded me out that he treated me like this. You know, that's what you, you bitches do. Y'all must say it, bitches. You bitches do that. Y'all sit up there. Y'all make it seem like y'all didn't y'all didn't initiate nothing with someone. You try to make it seem like you just naturally get men's attention. Okay. I ain't saying that Amanda couldn't naturally get Tyrone's attention. I'm just saying that Amanda did some raunchy shit to get his attention. I ain't saying Amanda can't attract no man without doing no raunchy shit. But to get Tyrone's attention, she did some raunchy shit. She was sending some news, you know, Hugh Amorian.
Okay. And this is why Tyrone was gyrating on her, let her know that thing, thing is thinking, and all that stuff. Okay. But she had me under the impression. That she just naturally attracted Tyrone. And that Tyrone was being, quotation marks, weird. Okay, now Tyrone is going to automatically be weird because that's just his sun sign, okay? That's just him, you know? His sun sign is known for being weird, all right? Y'all can take what y'all will with it. There's a number of sun signs that are known to be weird. I'm not going to specify what his sun sign is, but his sun sign is known for being weird. Just this, you want some, some weird shit, you know? And we're not talking about him being into the Oshuns and the Orishas. We're talking about being weird, having a weird childhood. Okay? There's questionable things happening to Tyrone. Okay? And no, don't look up somebody named Tyrone because there's nobody that is swell famous. That name is Tyrone. Okay. Promise you he don't exist. I'm sorry. Sorry in advance. I told y'all I ain't gonna be throwing no names out there because I'm trying to be good this Christmas. Okay. Cause last Christmas I didn't get nothing because I wasn't nothing but bad. This Christmas I want to be good. So I'll get something for Christmas. Okay. When Amanda told me, she threw me, she threw me, which was, what's the word? What's the word Charlotte be always saying? She blew me. She blew me, okay, because I'm sitting over here thinking, you know, they ain't like this, she ain't like this, we ain't like this. Now, I thought Tyrone was on some weird Shit, some weird Trey song shit. I'm gonna say Trey songs. I ain't gonna specify what Shawty said to me. I ain't gonna specify that because we ain't trying to burn the bridges. Okay. 
He was in some Trey Songs stuff. Was that what she said? He was in some Trey Songs stuff. Okay. But what do you do and what do you say when old girl is asking for him to be Trey Songs? So this is where I stand. Okay. This is why I sit back and I'm curious as to other things the squad been doing. And don't get it twisted. Don't get twisted. It's every time I open the freaking window, I was just trying to let some things out the window and you over here being loud outside. Don't get it twisted. I know squad been doing some questionable things. But never on no groupie type stuff, okay? Never on no groupie type stuff. So don't get it twisted. We know squad, you know, ha ain't been, you know, right since a certain, certain group of things has happened. But we also know that squad ain't really been on no groupie type-ish. You have to be careful, especially when you're trying to do business in a certain industry. You have to be careful of the people you hang around with because everybody's going to start to assume that because you are hanging around with certain people, that y'all roll a certain type of way. You know, they say you hang around trash, you start to stink, birds with feather flock together. People think those things. I remember the last time and one time somebody was addressing the group of people I was hanging out with. Now I'll never forget her calling us. I ain't gonna say the name of the squad that I was in. But she called us basically hoes. When you're trying to do business, it's hard, especially when you're a woman and you know what your intentions are.
but you hang around people who do loose things and make you look loose too. With that being said, thank you guys for listening to my podcast. If you stayed here this long to listen to me talk about what's going on, what happened, how it happened, when it happened, where it happened, where it happened, I appreciate you for listening to my podcast. Next week is going to be different. But I do want to talk about if the moon is real. So Monday, we're going to be talking about the moon is real. I hope you guys have an amazing weekend. This is Lady Tiffany Ma, and this is These Walls Are Thin. What you do in the dark will come to light. I was wondering how you got his attention at night. Thank you guys for listening to my podcast. I'm so outy. And with the moon being in Aquarius, you do wonder if it is real. I mean, you know, Aquarius deal with the truth. 